shut you up between your guns. I've got that on tape, cat, so I'm, I'm going to keep oh, that. No, 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 no. That was no, magic. The bottom of your cage smells like cat. <laughs> Well, it's more about what it tastes like. Uh, Art supplies and tears. I know, and mostly tears. Bit of cheese as well. What? Little cheese thing. I've not eaten like much cheese in the past like two months. Welcome to the Anime Limited <laughs> Podcast, everyone. You join us in progress of a conversation relating to an old Iron Brew commercial yeah. that uh, that focuses that focuses on a, on a giant man dressed up as a bird giving a student in a library a can of Iron Brew Thirty Two, then telling an old woman, "Shut up, you old crow." If if anyone actually remembers that drink, then please tell us because well, it's then. such an old like I can't remember how long ago. I think it's it. important for people to hear. Oh, we, we could just link it in the thing. Yeah, well, we could do it in the show. You can. D- do you want to? Yeah, don't don't, don't, be, don't be playing it. In the <laughs> That's If you guys want to see it, it will be in the show notes at blog.alltheanime.com. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. I am Jeremy Graves, joined in the office studio by Cuckoo, Jessica, and and Keith, and and Andrew, not sounding like his normal voice at all. So it's gonna be good for you guys to keep track. And. And cat. Wow. Has anybody in this family ever seen a chicken? <laughs> I'm sorry, Jeremy. This week. Has anybody in this know. family ever seen a chicken? Yeah, uh, the rest of Okay, that's it. Always money in the banana stand. Oh, yeah. There's fifty thousand dollars no in the kitchen. No. Sorry, cat. You were saying. As in, you'll see a huge spike there when you're editing it. Where? Yeah, right. I mean, I can do it again. It'll totally like. <laughs> I'll, I'll normalise it after the fact. So, yeah, I, I, I think I've got the audio thing down. I still want to upgrade the equipment more, but that's a debate for well, when we have we more need, budget. We need to invest in like the foam padding for the walls. Yeah, right. Stop the echoing. Then we can lock Andrew in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can have a nap here. I would love You can nap against the walls. If I could have my sofa set up in here instead. And then we could sofa. give you that one Where's size fits all jacket. It's currently dismantled and in the room halfway down the stairs. So, to add a bit of context here, everybody, we're doing a bit of an office reshuffle at the moment, sort of getting some more shelving in. Uh, originally... Because motherfucking love shelves. Billy! Because yeah. back in the old days of Anime Limited, pre-me and Keith and Jessica, <laughs> there was a sofa in one side of the office to enable Andrew to conduct very important business meetings on there when and needed. And, and a nap, sleep. as he just said. Yeah. And uh, today we have dismantled... Well, I said we. Keith dismantled said sofa and it is now uh, downstairs part way towards the exit of the building in a in a room not like With on the, the actual stairwell <laughs> like, pretty much just, yeah just the sofa on the stairwell you have to like sort of sit on it and then get off the ground I, I just suggest that we put the main part of the sofa underneath this table that we're talking now in our meeting room uh, sorry in the office studio sorry and uh, and then Andrew can uh, <laughs> and then Andrew can, uh, can nap accordingly as needed <laughs> I, I don't want Andrew lurking underneath the desk that I'm sitting at. No, no, especially if like you well, spy on your wipeout scores. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a plague in about a well, week I need now. To, we haven't I had time, that's why. I need to start cleaning my lunch break so I can try and beat your scores, because we need to start the office championship board on the whiteboard, which oh, totally God. has important business stuff written on it, but more importantly, it needs to have the scoreboard on it, so... Yeah. Uh, Expo releases wipeout. <laughs> wipeout. Yeah. Well, I think I think we just have synergy written on there. Yeah. So. And yeah. think outside the box. With a picture of box on it. Oh my god. <laughs> this is the kind of inquisitive thinking you get here at Anime Limited. Oh yes. And if you want to visit our website for more information on such inquisitive thinking, including designs of products... And our wipeout score. Exactly. Well, I'll, I'll go to add a section for that now. Hang on. <laughs> uh, that's alltheanime.com. There you can get the details on upcoming releases. You can purchase titles of ours that are available now. And you can find information on upcoming cinema releases as well. If you want to hit us up on the social media, we are at All The Anime on both Facebook and Twitter. And you can also visit our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash All The Anime. What's coming up in the cinema, guys? Because I mentioned cinema, so I should probably mention it. 16th of August is Napping Princess in cinemas. You can book tickets now at nappingprincessmovie.co.uk with screenings will be both dub and sub. For those of you wondering, who is involved in the dub cast? By the me, time you're me, hearing it's this, me, it's Andrew. I'm voicing them all. By the time you're hearing this, the, the, the rumor that Andrew is starring in in the dub will be dispelled. I am napping. In fact, I'm starring as all the characters. Times are uh, tough. Deal with it. 
I will be putting on some elegant voices. Well, we, we probably should have had uh, a dubbing budget of more than, you know... A curly Wally uh, yeah. special brew. And a can of Iron Brew 32. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that, that's what got us through the dub. A four-pack four of innocent gun It been from, like, ten years ago or something. And the seagull outside sounds like they're enjoying Daniel, this, but... Um, but yeah, we will be announcing the dubcast probably by the time you're hearing this, actually. If not, it'll probably be the evening that you're hearing this. Either way, the day this is being released. That being the 4th of August, but we are recording this on the 3rd of August, just to confuse you. So and, then, down your ear holes. and then on the 23rd of August, you can catch the worldwide anime hit that is your name subtitled in IMAX cinemas. Then the week after on the 30th, you'll be able to catch it both dub and sub in cinemas. But will the IMAX have the IMAX soundtrack by Radwimps? Radwimps. You'll have to buy a ticket to find out, everybody. But well, you yeah, do want it, to know if there's music it, by Radwimps. If it didn't right? have the music by Radwimps, there'd just be no soundtrack. There'd be no Radwimps. No, uh, the, the IMAX presentation, we, we've actually, uh, just to make things a bit more interesting for you all, every, uh, every third cinema, every third IMAX cinema will have a specialist screening <laughs> where it's all in black and white and through a fuzzy filter to make it really <laughs> avant-garde. And then we'll swap the soundtrack for... For, for the sound of, of non-stop screaming. No, I was going to say Katy Perry's fireworks. <laughs> no, non-stop screaming. Yeah. Uh, like I said, Katy Perry's fireworks. <laughs> so, do you know what? That sounds like an awesome idea, but I'm just telling you now, in case you thought that was legit, it's not. Oh, it, or is it? Better buy a ticket. I guess you'll notes. find out when you go to your local IMAX screening. Yeah. Yes. yes, and you, I believe you can book tickets now at yournamethemovie.co.uk. So hit on that, hit on that, hit that up. There you go, that's what I was trying to think hit of. Hit on that, pick it up for dinner. <laughs> that's right. There you go. Show it some love. Yeah, there you go. Be real nice. Take someone, to the, take someone to the IMAX and then go have dinner after. Perfect date night. Or before. No, actually after, because then you've got something to talk about. Yeah, right. Yeah. You might also be emotionally crippled at the end of it, but... Wait, so the meal after the film? Yeah. Yeah, so you've got so something to talk why about. Why do you get hangry during the film? Cat gets hangry during and I don't get hangry during the film. Well, that's why... Like, because you... I eat before the film. Well, well, hey. well that's like what you do. I just have some emergency cheese sticks on oh, hand. Oh, cool, yeah. For that... For that uh... Why cheese? Because you love cheese. I love cheese, but I literally have not, like... Overdosed on cheese in like the past like three months. Oh, so you're changing your story now. We've gone from not had much cheese to overdose. I've had some cheese, but that's it. What kind of cheese? Um, I can quit any time I want. <laughs> I don't too much cheese. How much is too much cheese? I have a mountain of cheese out back. <sighs> All right, cat, cat, I'm putting you on the spot here. If you had a choice of just having cheese with something right now, How what would be your cheese of choice? Right now. Mozzarella came to mind. Okay. Sliced up with is some it? with some basil and like balsamic and like bread and stuff on the board. Okay. And more cheese. Because it's too. It's, like, <laughs> it's just it's really hot. So having like hot milk cheese and stuff is just a bit much. What What's your least favorite cheese? There's no. <laughs> no, I'm that. there isn't really. Derek. One. Um, probably. Because he's I, a shit. I do like blue cheese, but not as much blue as others. Cheese. So no. Least favorite like, cheese. Stuff like that isn't, because it can be a bit much. If it's like, put, you know, like Stilton and broccoli soup, that's fine. But mm. if it's just on its own, it's not the one I go for on the cheese board. Mm. See, come back at Christmas. Then we can ha- talk about cheese forever because it'll actually be like seasonal cheesings. And we'll be busting out. <laughs> <laughs> busting, oh. out the, busting out the pate and pork. Yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, what yeah. about the cheese with the warm? With, with what? Worm. Worm. Worm cheese. Worm. There's worm cheese? Yeah. Is that the one where they put it inside to make it like. Oh, I think I've heard of that. No. <laughs> well, there's one, isn't there the one where it's like they've got the cheese and then they melt it in the thing? Like they, they put the pasta in it and coat it in. I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm not going to talk about it. No, no, I, I, I was genuinely enthralled by what you were I'm saying. Gonna, let me look it up. But there's this one, I remember seeing it online somewhere and it's like they hollow it out with the cheese and they, they put like the pasta in it and it's like... The rice, it's a uh, parmesan. Yeah. You know, that's how you do and it in Milan. So you, you have the parmesan that is carved and then they serve the rice inside. Yeah, yeah, like that. That sounds amazing. This is making me really hungry. I know, right? <laughs> yeah. And this is why we don't talk about food. And if you want places you can eat, <laughs> how about eating while at Kitacon on the 18th to the 20th of August? Oh and then you can also catch us at MCM heart. Scotland in Glasgow on the 23rd to 24th of September. Those are the next few events we will be at. If you're coming to Kitacon, 
I really don't know how many panels Keith and I are involved in at this oh, point no. because we keep see <laughs> we see when he keep being added to more. Are you just hosting GitCon at this point? No, okay. no. That's fine. But I, I'm, I'm, we're, yeah, we're between us. We're involved in. God, it must be really. I think it's up to six, I think six or seven. I, I think I'm in three. Now. I'm definitely in two. One being our own anime limited panel. And um. Yeah, yeah. you're you're going to be in my room 101. Spoiler. Oh, oh no! Has the schedule gone up? <laughs> yeah, that, that, that schedule went up uh, today. I oh, think, well, there actually. you go. You can talk about it then. Yeah, but I, I haven't revealed my guest list yet. Oh. So, so that's the first. So not my... Jeremy. So there you go. There you go. A podcast exclusive. <laughs> no, 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 I, I think there's going to be like five guests in total, of which you're one. Uh, am I literally number one? So you get the worst out of the way, so it can only get better. No, no, you're 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 my. Uh, I think I'm going to put place you as my. Uh, Middle, middle of the panel, oh. good solid runner. Okay, okay. I, I think I've told you already what, what topic I was thinking of was going to be. You go for a strong start, so whoever goes first can just get out of the way, and then no one else can. Because if you go last, you'll be worrying that whatever you picked. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know who's going to be first because I think he's going, and he is. He's oh, it's a he! It's a he! Oh. Podcast exclusive. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he's always good for. Uh, yeah, he, 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 he's always entertaining, so yeah. So it's you, you just could do Room 101 with yourself? Clone himself. Well, that's what he calls it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to move back oh. and forth between the chairs, interviewing myself. Because <laughs> yeah. why not? Why not? Wow. So it's a yes everyone. Those are the next two events that we will be at. So if you're coming along to those, stay tuned for more info. There will be more to share very soon. As far as new releases go this week, that being uh, the 4th of August at the time you'll be hearing this, Available now are Barakamon as a Blu-ray DVD combi pack, Daimadala Prince vs. Penguin Empire on Blu-ray, and Psychopath the Movie, the Standard Edition Blu-ray set, as the Standard DVD and Collector Edition Blu-ray DVD sets are already available. Though the Collector Edition is pretty much out of print now, so if you want to get your hands on it, folks, grab it while you can. You have been warned. Then next week, that being Monday the 7th of August, depending when you are listening to this, it is part one of the awesome series that is Erased. We had some early copies at MCM Manchester this past weekend, and we also have made it available to order from our web shop now. And uh, I know a few of you have already got your hands on it because uh, the postman's been really kind to you, and uh, it has come out super well, that release. That book cat is mentally detailed. That was a fun read. (laughs) Right? There's so much info. Like, what, like 98 pages? Yep. It was there are joke. there are many pages. There are a lot of pages, and, and I have to read you, it several you, times. So. Yeah, if you if you haven't watched Erased, don't read the book first because you're kind I of. Think there is a spoiler warning yeah, on page one, I believe. Because that, that is because that, that is how much we care. Yeah. What cat cares? Well, I do. Because cat does. That's good. I don't that like cat smiling cares. stuff. It's like a huge like thing that I don't. You could argue it's how much Aniplex care because they approved you putting that in, and they thought that's a good well, idea. Maybe it was in the Japanese one as well. I don't know, but anyway, it doesn't matter because it's there. So if it wasn't there, I'd be more like apologising for like half an hour about it being a huge spoiler. But so. <laughs> Then 21st of August is when you can expect Snow White with the Red Hair Season 2 on Blu-ray. <laughs> what the heck was that? Hi, I am. Hi, I am. You can barely hear that. Where's the, the screen? That's the thing. I, I, I thought it was the other one, but no, never mind. Hold up to the microphone, Keith. I actually need to know what that was. I am. It's the ham horn. Yeah, that wasn't what I was intending to do. I like that though. you still have that on your phone. <laughs> I think it it gives me pleasure. Yeah. That wasn't the sound, Keith. <laughs> Yes, yes. Give me that Wilhelm scream. So, I mentioned MCM Manchester a couple of minutes ago. Andrew, Keith, and Kat, but in a non-anime limited capacity. Oh, oh no. Um, How was MCM Manchester, guys? Give us a little report. What was it like? (laughs) Yeah. What you said. That basically sums it up. Well, that's just killed 10 minutes of the podcast, all right. Um. No, just dead air for 10 minutes. It's fine. Manchester, as ever, was a lot of fun. Really, really enjoyed that expo. Yeah, I enjoy all the expos. It's a really nice venue, though. I really Manchester Central is really nice. So nice, especially in the summer. Yeah, plus the hotel is pretty good as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, tell us about the hotel. It was a nice hotel. It, it had a swimming pool and a steam room, which I got the chance to make use of. So I was just like, yes, yes. How long did you stay in the steam room? Did Until I turned into the human prune. <laughs> but then you just go into the sauna. They like, set, they like... served me up at breakfast because they thought I was some kind of dried fruit. <laughs> That was really awkward, actually. <laughs> I was only wearing a towel. Oh, yeah. it's fine. It just, you'd just be like all shriveled up anyway, so they wouldn't 
Yeah. <laughs> Story of Keith Lee. Oh. Well, I'm glad that I'm, I'm glad that the uh, the majority of the talk about MC in Manchester has been the hotel sauna room. <laughs> it was a good event. No, well, yeah, I was about to say, Jeremy, why don't you chip in about something? But you weren't there. No, I wasn't, was I? Oh. Cat, how about you then? Because we mentioned last week oh. on the podcast. That, no, 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 come on. Stop, <laughs> stop being so modest about this. Come on. Under there, so I can just hide. <laughs> so, no, because you were, you were, you were there with your art. You were selling your wares, as it were. The, the hard work <laughs> that you've been doing. <laughs> you've been no, because you've been working really hard on this comic. So, and you said you got some really good reaction from it. Yeah, I, um, thank you. I don't know if they would listen to the podcast, so it's fine. I don't think it'll ever cross over. We're going to actually start no, officially no, calling this the Cat's Hole Podcast. No, Cat's Hole's <laughs> Art Forum. Well, first of all, Cat, uh, l- l- first of all, Cat, what's the name of your comic? It's called The Curios of Paper Moon. Ooh. And uh, how was the weekend for you overall? It was good. It was good. There's quite a lot of people came by and gave me compliments on my art. And you got some fan art afterwards, no, didn't yeah, you, Cat? Yeah, someone drew fan art one of the characters already. That's and awesome! Super, super... It wasn't the O'Keefe crudely drawing <laughs> Um, there were some people that bought the comic. Oh, there was one person that got the comic, read it, and then came back to tell me the next day that they really liked it. And I was nice. just like, oh, I mean, I just came back really... and said, read it, and I thought it was paid. I'm Try again. Really I want a refund. So, from, from your perspective of the fact that obviously you were there selling your stuff, as it were, and you mm-hmm. weren't on the Anime Limited booth, was that quite weird in some ways? Um, well, Especially as you could see the booth from where you were. I, I know, guess. it was literally around the corner, which was a bit odd. But um, no, it's, it's not too weird. I think because um, last year, MCM Scotland was my first one tabling mm. and that was more weird because I kind of wasn't used to it and also like just not having to stand all day. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Andrew. Well, some of us were doing real work. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, real work. I, I like sitting, but it also it does get to the point where sitting is a bit of a... Of a chore. Of a chore. It's so difficult <laughs> So difficult sitting down when we're so. Well, you well, so from team stretch your legs. So. So from the team anime limited perspective, how did things go on the booth? Overall? Terribly, I spilled my kebab. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you brought it up because I was going to mention. It. Hang on, what? Oh, what when did the policy of no food on the booth go around? Well, we didn't have food on the booth. I was out. It was on Andrew. <laughs> I tripped on a pole, yeah, knocking it all out in front <laughs> of my stand. Oh, it was it was magnificent because uh, Andrew had very kindly gone off to get us all a kebab from the uh, van that was in the Sorry, hall, which was really. Hang on, there was a kebab. Well, Van in the hall. Yeah, it was Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, we're not talking your kind of uh, three in the morning. Uh, oh, no, no, I get it. It was proper, thing, yeah. proper, yeah, actual kebab. Yeah, yeah, in a in a, in a nice flatbread. Mm. And Andrew had very kindly <laughs> gone over to get uh, get stuff funny. for me, himself, Aww. and Chris. And he came back, ha- handed off a. Uh, kebab to me and then went round with his round the front of the stand <laughs> walked into the uh, oh. the pole on the corner of the stand it was beautiful to watch it was just <laughs> slow motion this kind of stumbling trip where the, the kebab just flew <laughs> meat flying out willy nilly you never told me this happened spraying <laughs> all across the floor in front of the booth <laughs> But, but, but more importantly, Keith, did it hit any of the stock? No, it missed the stock, but the best part was for the next five minutes watching Andrew just there, kneeling in front of the store, trying to pick up bits of meat. Oh, <laughs> not to eat ten, not seconds. Not seconds. Not hungry. <laughs> no, in, in order to clear it away, but you know, there's a, but the saddest part was that he went off to get a bag to try and pick up the rest, at which point one of the uh, local expo staff had obviously been watching him in pity, just came over with a brush, cleared <laughs> Inside five seconds and then wandered away. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, what was the most popular title on the booth? Um, erased. I think, like, I'd say erased. I mean, uh, I think, like, honestly, the, the kebab was the most popular item on the stand. Well, it wasn't really it on the everywhere. stand, it was on the floor. It, it may have been most popular in terms of what was talked about, but in terms of what actually brought in money. Yeah, erased. Yeah. The kebab, too out of pity. People just supported it. No. It, was, it was a shame to see such a beautiful, beautiful kebab <laughs> I... cut down in its prime. Just imagine it like... It really was, like, it was a proper slow motion moment, just watching Andrew stumble and it just fly majestically in an arc as he stretched out in a futile attempt to catch it. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm sad. So did you end up buying another one? No. I know. <laughs> no, he, he picked it up off the floor and <laughs> made do. <laughs> 
So the only no, thing- it's not as bad as it sounds. Due to the way the thing was packaged, uh, you know, some of the contents went everywhere. But the actual most kebab of the is- contents went everywhere. Yeah, so the actual kebab itself fl- was protected. I mean, the flatbread was protected. Yeah. Than mine. <laughs> so, um, any random occurrences aside from the kebab? 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 Kebab. I'm uh, gonna leave that one alone, actually. Yeah. Aside from um, aside from the kebab, any other random occurrences or encounters for MC in Manchester? No. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Not, not that I'm gonna mention, actually. Oh, that's yeah. okay. No, I just wanted Tell to laugh. Tell me later. Eagerly. I no. want to know. Yeah. <laughs> I really want to know. Uh, there was that awkward moment when we went into the back office area and we ended up in a magical snow-covered land ruled over by an evil witch. That was pretty awkward. Yeah, it was, mostly because... Did, did, did you I, have Turkish Delight? Because that's probably why you ended up there. There, there. there was a room full of it, but I went to their complimentary bar and just drained that fucker dry, <laughs> and, you know, the, whoever was running that castle, they were not happy. Yeah. Not happy, happy at all. Turkish yeah. Delight. He was. Well, no, it was not fries. So he didn't like, care. So he didn't care. Oh, wait, so... He doesn't like anything but fries, turkey. No, no, he likes all the time. Oh, that's been so, <laughs> the, the other question I wanted to ask was uh, the, the travel there and back. Overall, good journey and stuff. Any, any kind of thing? Well, uh, some the, some the, people are probably interested. The, how the, you don't the, go the anime, the anime limited party van is always <laughs> an enjoyable experience. What was the soundtrack? Uh, it wasn't because it was we unfortunately got one of the uh, not quite as up to date vans, so it only had a CD player, and it was. Uh, Having used that particular van before, uh, it's a CD player that actually eats the CDs once it starts playing them for too long. Sacrificed The CD player gets really, really warm. Oh, one of those, alright. Yeah, so it it, eventually it starts skipping and it's like... Oh. So on nothing on the way down. On the way back we managed to get a bit of Starbomb and nice. uh, a bit of Lonely Island before... Before it went... Yeah. So uh, I'm going to put this out to everybody listening. Keith and I are going to be driving down to Ketacon. Five hours, baby. So I'm going to put this out there. Now, would people like us to record an on-the-road podcast, which is just us literally answering random topics for however long we can go at that time in the morning? Holy shit. We're not... Oh, no, go on. I thought you were going to just make an open Spotify playlist and get everyone to contribute for the car or the van. Uh, we thought about that, but I think Kitacon have already done their own uh, committee Spotify thing, so oh, I don't good. want to be seen to be copying that. Now, now I know, <laughs> in sort of throwing this idea around the office... For YMCA on 500 times now. I know a few people <laughs> in the office have said, oh, any chance you could live stream it? I honestly don't know. That's going to be dependent uh, on data, so probably not, but... Not at the initial part of the journey. Exactly, like but... <laughs> But yeah, so we might try and record a little on the road thing. This might be in addition <laughs> Are you ready to a regular for five podcast. Hours of crying. This might be in, this might be in addition to a regular podcast, or it might be the actual podcast for that day. I haven't got that far. But if people are interested, let us know. Then you could we can just talk whatever the heck we want for a while. And stuff, five so. hours of crying. Right. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Into space with service stops. So uh, right, let's get to some questions from the community before we get onto some random topic discussions. Thank you very much to everyone who answered the call for questions on Facebook and Twitter. And we're going to kick things off with what's easily one of the biggest stories of the week. And I'm going to read one question from Facebook and one from Twitter that were both submitted. The first one from Matthew. Is it the apocalypse for Funimation to be brought out by Sony? And from Jatender on Facebook, Funimation v Sony. What will this mean for Funimation in the UK, Funimation Anime Limited, and Anime in the UK? In general, both streaming and physical. The answer is not. But, like, A, it's not the apocalypse. Um, like, this kind of shit happens all the time. And, like, actually, you get I get sick of counting the amount of times this kind of stuff has happened over the years. Firstly, this isn't the first time Funimation has sold itself, for people's reference. In fact, this has happened once before to a company called Navarre. And then they bought it back for $24 million, I'd like to specify at that point. And then they've sold it again now for $150 million. <laughs> so that's, wow. for those of you wondering, that's, so people going, oh, but it was only this value, money they got, they valued it at 150 which is the point. Some of the shares have remained with, like with people, with a company, like, uh, like shares for the employees, shares for the, the CEO who's remaining with a minority share. So that, that's why the 140 like 43 million number as well. But bear in mind, that valuation is six times the number they bought it back for. 
But he bought Funimation back. Like, for having sold it already for a huge number, and then now is selling it again for six times the number they bought their own company back with. So... That's I call that a success. I call that yeah. a huge success. It's not a bad return. Ignore that sound effect Sorry. we heard, everybody. I, was, I, like, I got ready to play the uh, Iron Brew 32 trailer early and forgot to. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, so I mean... Like, honestly, it's not the apocalypse. I mean, I, I did love when someone asked on... Um, like, like, I was replying to some comments on forums and such, but... Like some, I, like I said, you know, not really, it doesn't really impact any of us in the UK at all. And the response I got was, I feel you're being too optimistic. Just picking a fave out of the hat, won't it affect um, Kill the Kill? And Me Limited is already selling, like, selling that. Hey, hey, what, hey, like, hey, back up, try that again. Yeah, like, I'm, that quote, I'm reading it exactly oh, okay, right. written here. Just picking a fave out of the hat, but, like, but it won't affect, like, Kill like, like, Kill the Kill's KLK. AL is already selling that. What it concerns is future titles. Would you be able to get future funny titles, and how soon? I'm not saying you'll never get them. Just be like, um, them, just that you'll lose some money, and like to how long it takes for funny to get sorted out. I'm like, well, firstly, we you might remember this whole Universal thing cropped up earlier this year. So I mean, we. Well, the thing is, it's yeah. it's not going to affect any pre-existing deals, and at the end no. of the day, at the kind of level that these buyouts occur, uh, at the kind at the level yeah. we are in terms of putting stuff out to people, it doesn't really have a material impact. Well, I mean, like most, it, it certainly wouldn't do for yeah. a considerable time. But, but anyway. most importantly, there was a whole press release issued before about like Funimation moving distribution to Universal and people asking what that meant. Yeah. So really, the, the impact to us currently is absolutely zero. We remain really close friends of Funimation, like across the board, we're releasing a lot of their titles still. So it's titles like uh, Hyoka and such still coming out. Like, um, you have to remember, before we, we worked with Funimation on titles, we were perfectly adept at picking up titles ourselves as well. It's not like... A, like no company is, is, is inept at that, and we work very closely with Japan and all. It's actually our preferred position. So we've always had two tracks of release content, even if some... So there's some titles people assume are Funimation ones because they're releasing in the USA, but we actually license directly. So, I mean, like, honestly, actually, the impact is negligible to us. I mean, it's a great deal for, for Funimation. It gives them a lot of access to to a lot of things they didn't have before. Looking at the positive, I know, like, if you want to see the, the negative side of the picture, look at Answer Man, like, the latest Answer Man on Anime News Network by the, the ever, the ever, like, um, for, like smart and um, foreseeing the future, Justin Savakas. But, like, basically, like, on the positive side of the line, there's a lot of things that Sony do very well, like, and have access to, that even a company like Funimation don't. Stuff like, I mean, they basically wrote the book on 4K Blu-ray, for example. So that probably means that, like, down the line, your name 4K Blu-ray master, not now, but in the future, will suddenly become more accessible. Their entire tech platform for Funimation now is a partnership with with Sony as well, I believe. It's, like, there's a, a really interesting Amazon piece. Like, I was looking at an AWS conference um, talk on YouTube, so it's not, like, I'm not giving away some kind of big secret here. It's a really cool piece on... Um, like online from the AWS conference last year, I think, about that kind of partnership they have going, like how they, they power everything, which is really cool. Um, and so like, if you're looking for top secret information, you're not going to find it there, but it's fascinating how, how a VOD service is put together like that, you know? Um, and so Sony, there's already an intricate relationship with Sony there for them already. Actually, if anything, it benefits us because Universal don't distribute through like through Sony, they distribute through a company called Sinram, um, which does have some share over with Sony, but not that much. It's like, they use the same warehouse, but it's different. Throughput, so that like Sony, presumably at least use Sony DADC for all their print, for all their distribution and such. We are also at Sony DADC. So anything they do is going to be good for us as well there, you know, because access to more different types of like a product, access to better cost, because if more anime products is being done, you can ride off the back of it. Even if it's different titles, you can use the same builds quite well. And the more product being distributed by Sony DADC into retail, the more it benefits us as well, because, you know, we all, look, it's much easier to say, well, we also have this stuff in the warehouse. Like, um, if people are looking for a large campaign, for example, so there's a lot of actual... Like, and I vomit a little bit in my mouth when I say this, synergies that can be 
achieved from like from that kind of thing. I don't think it means that. No, I don't think it actually means that much for us compared to them. The market has been evolving this direction for for long a long time. I'm pretty sure if we go back through the podcast, you'll hear me talking about about this before, where the market is moving towards global licensing, like and shifting away from individual territorial, except for certain special cases. That's still the situation that we're facing for television series. You look at Netflix's new lineup, some titles on that lineup, like Sword Guy, have been floated around the industry for a long time and finally settled with Netflix globally. That means that there's, like, you know, this whole trend was going to happen anyway. It doesn't change jack squat about that. Um, it doesn't change the fact as well that there's a lot of opportunities still for local licensees like us. Like them, there's not every title is going to fall through the cracks. So it just means you have to start thinking outside of the old school box. And then take what people like Animatsu and Mango are doing, which is really cool. Like Cannon Busters was announced to be mm-hmm. one of the series on Netflix's slate for next year. And that's also a really cool maneuver as well. Like, um, like to be producing your own content as well. Like that's one direction. There's, uh, there's risks associated with it. There's no risk given some of the roads everyone else are investigating. We're looking at diversifying as well, not not down the production route, but down other consumer product routes. Like, everyone is looking at the options that suit if you're not a US licensor with millions of money, like millions of, of bankable assets to buy, buy new titles annually, you know? Like, and we're all finding ways to manage it. So really, actually, it's not changing anything on the global landscape for, like, from a perspective, how does it impact the little guys like all of us in the UK, you know? Mm. So yeah, much but, like on the uh, cover of the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, it's don't panic. Yeah, because there was a lot of. Oh no, you can panic as well. Like if, if panic and run and buy as many anime limited titles as you can. Right <laughs> yeah, that's now, a good point. On you allbeanime.com. Yeah, yeah, buy all the anime titles right on now. On allbeanime.com. All Where's that? Sorry. Allbeanime.com. Oh, buy all those titles because if you don't buy them now, you'll have to buy them tomorrow, and that's a pain <laughs> in the ass. And why wait for tomorrow? What you can, can buy do today? today. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Before the weekends. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very important. I mean, um, but yeah, no, barring that, I don't think it's, honestly, like, I mean, I know people are expecting something a lot more insightful, possibly, from, from me, but, like, it's a great deal for them, like, their shareholders are obviously very happy in transitioning now, like, I think it's a good deal for Sony as well, it gives them, they've always wanted to do anime, like, in the USA, like, I mean, they've always tried, there's some people who push really hard in that company to develop the things they've developed so far, like, I mean, you know, like, projects like, like, Kingsglaive was a 15-year-long basic push to make it happen, like, it's a thing internally, like, roughly speaking. Like, I mean, things have taken huge amounts of time to produce, and the people inside that company who are really passionate about anime. Like, and... You know, whatever happens in it, like, are there going to be changes? Probably, in the next few years. Like, it's, it's inevitable when you, you have a new, a new corporate entity coming in as well. That's... That much is for sure. Should people be running to find a new job now at Funimation? Who knows? Like, I mean, I uh, personally, I don't think so. I think that there's, I don't think that much is going to change in the near future. And by the near future, I mean you're talking one to two years. Mm. I think you're like, and I think down the line, honestly, by that point, you're looking at the next three to four years maximum that anyone can foresee. And honestly, at that point, it's hazy. Mm. Will Netflix still be producing original slates of anime at that point? will like what will amazon be doing worldwide what will like you know what will Crunchyroll be no one knows at that point like three years plus down the line what's going to happen next so me it's a magical mystery tool Mm. yeah i mean funimation themselves like i think they put out a a statement which which is on their blog and whatnot and it's got like a little faq on there and it pretty much says in there nothing's changing (laughs) Yeah, like, but pretty much is what it says when they sort of highlight different categories. I'm like, no, nothing's changing, just business as usual. So, we'll be interesting to see how it develops. And obviously, if something significant happens, I'm sure we'll cover it on here because it's also always a very interesting topic of discussion. But now, um, Jessica, pick a number one or two. This will determine which question of this person we're going to be asking. Oh, five. <laughs> Because Jessica believes in the troll force. Hang on, one, two. Okay, well, um, from, I hope I pronounce this right, um, Captain Cluffat. 
Home video releases of Netflix titles. Oh, I but, know what I would love to. Um, I would love to, personally. I mean, I'm like I'm a huge fan of a lot of Netflix titles. You just never know. Just know. <laughs> I will say that that's literally the question verbatim, so I don't know if that's meant to imply is there a chance we would do any home video t titles from Netflix? Are there any we would like that are on Netflix? I, I don't know. know. I would love that, to that's it. literally all the context I have. I'd love to get my grubby hands on on the uh, new Voltron stuff. I'm sure you would, Keith. Mm, but Keith, that's not anime. Uh, you know, I'm going to bite back on the horrible response I had for that. No, no, Voltron is amazing, and I am so looking forward to the third season this Friday. No, no, I really like it too. I was just giving you a prediction. Well, Keith, technically you mean today. Oh, yes, the today. Predictable <laughs> the predictable vitriol we'll get afterwards. Uh, no, Voltron is amazing. Fight me. No, no, it's really like it's really good. Um, I mean, stuff does come out on home video in general from Netflix. I mean, what House of Cards has had a, a season or two release now. Yeah, but that's some of the Marvel with, stuff that's produced with Sony though. So mm. like, even so, it still has come out though. It, it's like again, it depends how we're taking this question because it's pretty it's, open ended. What I mean is, it's slightly different with the anime section because most of their anime originals are actually originals now like the ones they're moving towards oh so you mean like so like, what, what was the the magi spin-off the sinbad, sinbad one and such so yeah. i mean it's more complicated with anime than it is mm. for, for standard who knows in the future though we can all hope mm. but i mean so the answer to that is relatively short sadly we'd like to but who knows yeah personally but i'd love to use bojack horseman first oh god Really nice collectors. Also, the model for... I would say the model for Netflix home video is worth considering, because honestly, standard editions don't really track for Netflix releases just now, because why watch... Why buy a standard, standard Amory for, something yeah. for something that's already available on Netflix? If you're that keen on it, you're going to pay the, the six nine ten and binge watch it in a month and then desubscribe. Mm. So I, know, I, mean, I know it's not Netflix, but God... I would love to love to do some kind of special for Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh, same. But I mean, like, at the end of the day, you know, I like, like, you know what I mean on it. It's like, really, you need to to have a specialist plan in mind first. Um, it's your knuckles, Keith. It's just synovial fluid, son. Don't worry. <laughs> but yeah. So uh, right, uh, next question, Keith. Pick a number between one and seven. Oh, Jeremy, nine. <laughs> we so Cat. Cat, please pick a number between one and seven. All right, all right. Five point two. Thank you, Cat. Jessica said five. Can, I, can I pick ago. a number? Can I pick oh, a number? Two point. Only if it's between one and seven. Sure. Negative one. Oh. <laughs> oh. Right. Next question. Is that with me From Joker Ventura. Keith, one or two. Uh, four. <laughs> Any news on the release date of Assassination Classroom Season 2 Part 2? God damn it. Yeah, that's one of my children, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Some might say I've tried to work this question in for the past few minutes. All right, funny that, funny that. Uh, we're, working, we're working on it, we're working on it. Uh, it's just taking a little while because we're trying to sort out materials for the booklet at the moment, so... Uh, Breaking news. <laughs> Well, not really, because if you've got part one and you've got uh, part two, you'll notice they're the same size and the, the Amore's are the same size. So, yeah, there's going to be space for a booklet. It's just sorting materials, because unlike the part one, there isn't a uh, US version that we're taking advantage of. This is an exclusive UK thing. You mean unlike season one, you mean? Season one, yes, yeah. sorry. So yeah, this is a UK exclusive thing at the moment, so it's taking a little longer to put together, but it will be worth it when it sees the light of day. So yeah, that's it. Working on it. More news as it develops. Andrew. A number between <laughs> one and five. Uh, zero. From Simon. <laughs> Any news to report on, a, on an exclusive Shinkai collection? Uh, was there any progress made with the Comics Wave film shorts collection? Uh, in short, no, not yet. But In relation to which one? Uh, the short collection. Okay. Um, and honestly, since Shinkai Satan is now so popular, like, and the, like you will inevitably have another film at some point in the future, it's kind of hard to do a collection because you know if he's got another, like, however many films left, 
in it. How do you do a collection then? Because otherwise it's like collection part one, collection part two. A collection of whatever we can... Uh, License. <laughs> steal from his bins. Excellent. <laughs> or, or what if we did... That's a, premium merch. What, what if we did, a coll- <laughs> we did a collection like by years, like bands do when they've been around for like 20 years. And it's like, we did, a, we did a first 10 year collection, then the second 10 years. Well, you're wishing the man's life away, don't mm, you, Dylan? No, I'm trying to think of how we can make this happen. Oh, I think I'm keeping it secret. Um, I'm giving secrets that don't mean Jack. Um, <laughs> right, that's that question done then. Okay. Jessica. <laughs> a number between <laughs> one and five. No pressure. Six. <laughs> five plus five, six. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Jeremy's like, I'm going to scan all of you in your eyes. From Scavenger. Oh, that was a loud crack, my From Scavenger on Twitter. Have you considered expanding to another market like Holland? Would love to see some more anime in Dutch theatres and on streaming. We'll keep that in mind. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'd like to. I mean, like, yeah. I mean, I suppose it's worth noting, don't forget, we already have a label in France. So technically, have already expanded. And we like we have like some content that like actually does come out in in Holland, non in cinemas just now especially. But yeah, watch the space. It is something being looked into, is what we will say. Each market is quite different for theatrical and digital, though. And like, I keep an eye on Netflix, so if I were you. Right, let's move on to Facebook. So, Cat, pick a number <laughs> between one and seven. You can do it, Cat. Come on, Cat. Give in to the dark side, Cat. Sixteen. That's good. Six, you said? Okay. <laughs> no, 16. One six. Uh, from Barry, will Fate Stay Night Heaven's Feel get a UK cinema release? I'll see how I feel about that later. Wow. <laughs> uh, possibly. It's hard to tell because, like, Fate Stay is definitely not one of our titles naturally, but we'll look into it. And it's a trilogy as well, as it's a trilogy. Each film is a weird length as well, I think. Mm. Maybe not. Maybe it's actually all right. So, but yeah, but we don't hold the rights to it, so no idea on the we, We'd like to. Or not. We've done stuff with Kizumonogatari before, theatrically, like on and off, without not quite as wide as our normal, but at least at screenings. So you never know. Yeah, I remember that SMA. Yeah. That was an experience. <laughs> Part three is coming this year. I wish I could be enthused. Keith. Yes. Pick a number <laughs> between one and four. <laughs> Oh, you sweet, innocent, precious child. You should move to letters. Thank you, Cap. F. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very sorry. From Mark. Any chance of releasing any Tenchi Muyo or Universe? Well, I I believe uh, Tony over at MVM has just put out a set of Tenchi Muyo, which I'm very keen to get my hands on. Yep, I've got my hands on it before Keith, and... uh, I've got to say, I'm happy. I'm looking forward to watching some Tenchi on Blu-ray. Haven't had the chance yet, but very yeah, much I'm looking, not, forward, I'm looking to it. forward to reliving that again because I do absolutely love Tenchi. I remember watching that back in the days after school on Cartoon Network when it was the block of Dragon Ball Z, Tenchi Muyo, and Gundam Wing. And I was, I was, loves you too, I, I was always like Tenchi. What is your problem? Just bugger off with Ryuko and conquer <laughs> the galaxy. That's all you need to do. All the others can die in a fire. What did you think of Tenchi Universe? Was that the second one? I'm trying to remember what the order was. I don't know. I was always a little bit unclear on because when I first got into Tenchi, I wasn't clear about the weird. I didn't realise that each series was completely unrelated to the other. Yeah, because so I remember was, when it was airing on. Um, so when I kept watching episodes of different ones, I was like, "But weren't you? I what?" what? No. I remember when it was airing on um, on Toonami over here back in 2000, 2001 time must have been. And like they got to the end of the... It's 13 episodes, the original Tenchi, isn't it? I think. Yes. Sorry. Sounds about right. They got to the end of it and said, like, oh, what's going to happen? Because it felt like a bit of a cliffhanger. Yeah. And then the next episode was suddenly the first episode of Tenchi Universe. I was like, okay. What? Oh, sirens are coming for me. It's like, stop talking about Tenchi. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so they got to that last episode and then the next episode it was suddenly Tenchi Universe and it's like it just hit the reset button and I was like yeah, I think okay what what's, what's going on yeah. I don't know what's going on 
And then there were loads of movies which never really came out over here. And then I think there was Tenchi in Tokyo. Was that another yeah. one? Oh, God, yeah, I remember that one. And then excluding like the, the ones that came later, which was... Tenchi Muyo Love, it was so nice, so romantic. Was that, that was a film, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first film. Great, what what never... films were there? There was Tenchi Muyo Love. Was it was Daughter of Darkness? That sounds familiar? Electric. What was the door. second one called? Door. That sounds familiar for some reason. Are you not getting mixed up with... Uh... The Nadesco movie, yeah. <laughs> no, that's Prince of Darkness, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Hang on, let me look this up. Keep talking about Tenchi. Tenchi, Tenchi, Tenchi. Tenchi. Well, what, what, Tenchi. regardless of iteration, it was always Ryoko, end of story. All the others were just, no. What, not Mahoshi? No. 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 Just, no. You're doing a great job of filling time here, Keith. Yeah. Oh, it's been a long day. I've been assembling Ikea for... No, I was right. Tenchi Muyo 2, the daughter of darkness. Yeah, yeah. Freaking called it. Well, full points to you. There you go. Well done. Gold star to me. Well done, Joe. And that awful box art from, from an American DVD I've just discovered. Gotta love that classic box art. Oh, well, there you go. But, um... Which no one else can see, so no point mentioning again. But uh, but yeah, so it's MVM that actually hold the rights to the original Tenchi Muyo. So make sure you support them and, uh, and get that release. Blue, just get it on Blu-ray. The, the, the Blu-ray transfer from what I had a quick glimpse of looks amazing. Yeah, that's it. Done a good job on that. Done a good job. Indeed, indeed. Andrew, pick a number <laughs> between one and three. I love your optimism, Jeremy. It's one of your most endearing attributes. <laughs> Um, I'm thinking right now. He's looking up an article on fractals, so this doesn't <laughs> burn. <well. laughs> so what's it going to be, Andrew? I'm thinking the function of z equals z squared. So make of that what you will. For the complex set of numbers c, of course. No, no, Which is, as we would call, a Mandelbrot set. So, Andrew. <laughs> yes? Pick a number. <laughs> Between one and four. I think green. <laughs> it's not a creative colour, Andrew. It's green not a creative colour. From, from Melinda. Are we likely to see more films released in cinemas in places like East Yorkshire and northwest of England? I ask because I live between Hull and Scarborough and couldn't find a screening of Napping Princess I could easily get to. Well, you've seen Mad Max. That's what those areas are like. <laughs> Therefore, there's no screen. Wow. I like to say Keith is My dad's from Hull. What's your words, Keith? Keith is speaking oh. on behalf of Keith, not... Hull, yes, because my aunt lives in Hull and she <laughs> loves it. She thinks it's the greatest place on earth and no, it's not. <laughs> it's a hole. Hull? No, it's called Hull. Anyway, the answer to the question is basically we would love to. The trouble is... Um, okay. uh, the answer to the, the question is basically it really depends on demand and which cinemas take it. We can't control which cinemas will book it. So we try our best to get as wide a coverage of every film, but basically there's just supply and demand. If we think a cinema is not going to perform greatly versus like how how we book it in, basically we have to be careful because if a film if films consistently don't perform, it, like then there's a big problem. You know, cinemas will just go, we don't want anime anymore. But if if one film every so often, one or two films don't perform well. That's, you know, that, that's common for any genre. You get there are blips of, in the cinema industry all the time. Well, it's not even blips. It's like you just get, like, a large amount of draws to the good film as well. Like, it's like, it's just, we can't afford for it to always be the case. Like, and so we have to sometimes be more careful with how many screens we encourage cinemas to take. But ultimately, if the cinema wants it, they'll take it. But one of the things that you, that I'm speaking to everyone here, not just Melinda, that you guys can do is let your local cinema know you want to see the films and say them by name as well. Because if the cinema can see that there is a lot of demand and lots of people are asking about it, it can only encourage them to want to add it to their screening list and to try and get a screening fitted in. It happened a lot with your name back in the, in the screening run in November because the word of mouth kept going and people kept asking about it, more screenings kept getting added. That's how that grew. So you guys have the power, as it were, but you've got to come out in droves and show that there is real demand for it in your area. And obviously, we'd as Andrew said, we'd love to get it 
in as many places as we possibly can. But ultimately, there are so many factors to consider. So I hope that answers your question. And uh, what we're going to do now, guys, there are a few questions left over. We're going to keep that back for next week's show. But seeing as we're still under the hour mark, I think it's time that we delve into the random topic generator. Which I should add has been replenished quite a bit thanks to topics and questions suggested by you guys on Facebook and Twitter. So these will be, these along with past ones we've not got to yet are still in here. We will see what comes out. And... And uh, Kat, oh. can I let you delve in first? Oh, that one dropped out. Oh. Casualty. That's the one, Kat. <laughs> what do we have? Opinions on the current season of anime brackets, if any. Submitted by Mark. I really want to watch Princess Principal, but it, I discovered yesterday it's not being shown on Amazon. I think I need to it's sign on up. High dive. Oh, is it? Hadive. I will sign up to Hadive, as I call it. <laughs> I'll, uh, I've actually tried out Hadive. Have any of you guys tried it? Yeah, I tried it. How was it? It crashed for me. <laughs> <laughs> well then. Well, okay. <laughs> Have they got an app yet of any kind, or is it just desktop only? Um, well, I'm checking now to see. I, I'm looking at the screen saying, hello, let's grab a blanket and some grub, let's watch stuff with a very creepy are, monkey. Are you talking to, to us? I'm looking at you. So I will say that um, on Funimation now, I, uh, I had a little glance at some of the current Simul dubs, because I just sort of, I like to look up a few of them and whatnot, and I noticed that they had Sayuki Reload Blast on the dub, and I showed a bit of it to Keith. It's wonderfully 90s. Like, the first episode has got an amazing recap at the start, but with a voice that's like, Back in the old days. In the nineties. There you go. Yeah, it's on Hidive. It's on Hidive, excellent. Whenever fingers check that lovely voice. Yeah, there are a few other shows I want to check as well. I wanted to see uh, is it Kakaguri, but I think that's been announced for Netflix now like in November or something. So I've I... seen a screener of it, it's great. Oh damn you, Andrew. The opening is amazing. In fact I insist we watch the opening after this. If I can find the screener. I'll that's... see how I feel. <laughs> But, um, but no, there are loads of shows I want to, I really want to try and check out. I've still got to catch up on loads as well. I, I really also want to catch up on interviews with Monster Girls, which I think was from a couple of seasons ago now. But it's I've heard it's here. a really good show. And actually the manga's really good as well, so I might end up just reading the manga. Hmm. But um, but yeah, any others you, you guys have been watching from this season? Or look, wanting to watch at all? Well, I tell you, I'm permanently behind. So, yeah, uh, mostly due That's to hopefully going to change soon, because I'm going to bring back that we need to watch one episode a week thing, so we can discuss. Good luck. I'm enjoying watching Ballroom, Welcome to Ballroom just now. That's good. I'm really enjoying that. Like, that's probably my my pick. I heard Gamers is quite good fun as well, but I don't know if that's actually true or not. I just heard a few people that I know just go, oh, Gamers is pretty good fun. I thought that could be all right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you should give it a go, Jeremy. It'd be great. On that note, uh, thank you for the topic, Mark. Jessica. Let's pick a topic. What is Jeremy? What is Jeremy? That's a question. <laughs> what, what's Jeremy? Favorite kind of food. What's Jeremy's favorite kind of food? Pizza, easy. Well, there you go. Jeremy does love the pizza. Is that actually the question? No, but really, I was joking. But it oh, okay. is, what is Jeremy's? Actually, it's really a question for you. Uh, what is Jeremy's current top airline for passenger legroom? Ah, oh, right. Okay. Okay, who submitted that? Chloe. Chloe, nice one, Chloe. So yeah, on a, on my personal Instagram, I like to keep oh track goodness. of um of how good legroom is on airplane flights. So I take them fairly regularly to go to Arsenal games and to go to loads of gigs and stuff. And Jeremy is a man of immense stature. Height. Many, many people get jet lag. Jeremy gets jet lag. <laughs> <laughs> joke of the podcast goes to cats. I'm just gonna quietly retire. That's a joke. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I like to keep track of uh, what airlines are really good. A, a pro tip if you're flying Ryanair. Actually, no, maybe I shouldn't don't, say this. Don't, <laughs> yeah. No, don't. We don't want to get them to like... Well, no, not that. It's just from the perspective of it's a pro tip I know that benefits me. So if I tell people and someone else is on the same flight as me... Like Keith or me. I would never get on a Ryanair flight out of choice. Oh, no. I, I had to do it for work. 
All right, well, um, even for work, nine well, times out well, of ten, I'm driving. So. Well, I will say this though: if you're flying into London and you want more legroom by default on your plane, fly into London City because it's more of a business class plane. There is by default a little bit more legroom. And BA hasn't repealed their food and drink policy on it yet, so you can get a cheeky. <laughs> They're drink. about to now, I think. Oh, so I'm going to get a lot of miniatures in. The <laughs> yeah, even if you didn't get enough legroom, it's like how many of those tiny bottles can you sell? Do you know what? When I was bottles, they're basically the equivalent of a double inside each. So if I can get at least you see like. I don't get to experience this because I'm always driving down to London. Oh, yeah. Well, it's when I go to the business side, I take. No, Plus, you get really fun. annoyed when I start drinking behind the wheel. <laughs> I only get really annoyed because you also refuse to share. <laughs> Anime Limited does not encourage drinking while driving. Yeah, we really don't. This, that was all a joke. Neither do we do that. That was a joke. The only thing when I drink I... while driving is energy drinks. When we found out about the, the BA policy of repealing the free food and drink, you were the first one to discover it, Andrew, on the plane, when you yeah. suddenly got up, told, oh, that's like £3.50, and I think you said you went, you what? <laughs> yes, that was not... And then I was like, can I pay by card? And I'm like, no. Did you ask to get removed from the plane? No, can I pay by cash? And I'm like, no. Can I pay by air miles, like you say? No. <laughs> can you, you say, can I pay by card? No, the system's down. So they spent 20 minutes of a 60-minute flight trying to sell two yards Prosecco at the front. Do, do you, Andrew, do you remember when we went to MCM Belfast? Oh, what would have been like? Oh, three the George Best International Airport, an airport <laughs> named after a famous alcoholic where I can't get a pint after five o'clock at night. <laughs> Outrage. <laughs> on a Saturday night. Outrage. No, that's what I was going to talk about, oh, actually. Sorry, but it's a real point of contention, obviously. <laughs> it still burns for me. But, uh, but no, it's a, it's a 40 minute flight from Glasgow to Belfast. And during the 40 minute flight, they still came around to serve drinks and whatnot. And the two people in front of us each bought a large glass of white wine. Oh, yeah. And they went 20 minutes into the flight, five minutes later, got told, right, we're going to touch down soon. You've got to finish your drinks. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That was naked like, son. Pretty naked. much, yeah. These full glasses. It was basically a naked star situation. Oh, sorry. Leaping a topic back momentarily as well. Oh, 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 One okay. series people should definitely watch is Vatican Miracle Examiner. No, like Vatican Miracle Andy. Examiner. It's no, actually so insane. No. What's it called? Vatican no. Miracle Examiner. No. Where's it being streamed? Uh, Hidive just now. But it's actually insane. It's, it's legit. By legit. Um, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't oh normally gosh. read someone else's really review out. Because when, when like, the Pope is not busy doing what Popes do, he like, likes to watch the anime. Oh no, I wouldn't normally read a review out, I promise. Oh, but like, no. I mean, I have to read you oh, a piece no. from this for the audience. Because I know most of the audience will go, oh yeah, and then won't read anything about it. So I feel... I have to do the... Do you feel obligated here, Andrew? He feels compelled. Yes. Driven, almost. Uh, I was so surprised, because actually, it's streaming in Italy. Oh, I can believe it. I mean, <laughs> oh, wait, here we go. Right, then. Here we are. Let's find the, the review of the latest episode. So, it's episode four. They say, quote-unquote, here. Like, they, like, I have to hand it to Vatican Miracle Examiner. I haven't been so completely baffled and amused by a single episode of anime in quite a while. In fact, I think the fish cannon episode of Big Order has been the only thing that comes close. The Vatican Miracle Examiner may have usurped it by simply through sheer ambition of its lunacy. Um, so, like, I'm, I'll skip the rest of that part now and just go straight to the thing. And, like, basically, because it, it, it transforms so quickly from being, like, really bland entertainment, like, kind of by the numbers, like, procedural, to being batshit crazy. But it's like, I, like, I think, like, the reviewer, I was left speechless as well. So, quote-unquote... Because they did it far better than I ever could in situation. So, first off, it turns out that this Catholic school isn't just run by abusive, drug-peddling sex cultists. These derelict priests also happen to be first and second generation Nazis who escaped the fallen Third Reich and fled to South America under the guidance of fugitive Heinrich Müller. Not only, though, do these cultists Nazis manage to infiltrate the Catholic Church and brainwash their students into mind-zone-controlled zombies, they've also managed to birth an artificially inseminated child using the actual corpse of Hitler that they smuggled into the country. Um, on top of all of that, this now grown-up spawn of Adolf has manifested a split personality that thinks he's actually Hitler reborn, who the sex cult Nazis worship as either the Messiah, the Antichrist, a reincarnation of the Roman deity Janus, or some nebulous combination of the three. And then it says, of course, the plot ends up being foiled when the main character melts new Hitler with sulfuric acid, then lights him on fire with a hitherto unmentioned band of Nazi hunting spy priests who blow up the entire school. 
But Nazi hunting spy Bruce Venn don't bother dealing with the other unborn child of Hitler, currently gestating in another poor woman's womb, because this the episode decides that just because you're someone's child doesn't mean you'll turn out as evil as they were, even though that's literally what just happened minutes ago. And what, and show, is, what show is this again, Hendra? That's Vatican Miracle Examiner. <laughs> and you know what? After all that, still better than Hitalia. Because it brings <laughs> the knowledge that Nazis are bad. It's like... Honestly, like, you just can't, like... For one of way of phrasing it, you can't write this it's shit. It's so bad, it's good. It's so bad, it's good. Oh. I, I do love anime, because every time I think I've got uh, used to uh, the bizarreness, every few years something still comes along and I have to reset my weird shit out meter. Mm. <laughs> I mean, quote-unquote, another point about it, it's like, nothing quite matches, and it's mostly unintent, like, the, the mostly unintentional, hilarious music cues they've seen in years, when Ave Maria starts playing mournfully in the background after, and I quote-unquote the character's name here, Father McGee shoots the charred remains of new Hitler a dozen times. So, I can't actually remember how we got here from the airline question. <laughs> yes, yeah, so, so, uh, so, so to answer your question, Chloe, uh, I'd probably still go BA by default. It's still not ideal, but it, it works alright for me, so long as I'm in an emergency exit or at the very least an aisle seat. I can just about cope. But Ryanair, I do have a secret technique to get uh, to get extra room, as it were. You don't need to travel with them. You just really I have another secret <laughs> technique. <laughs> you just two secret techniques. You just go Hulk and rip the front chair out from where you are <laughs> and go, you won't need this. Surprisingly, actually, um, Euro Wings isn't actually that bad either, because when I go to Germany to, to do commentary for wrestling occasionally... Uh, that, that sounds like a sanitary product. I don't know, right? It's bad. It, it, was, it used to be German Wings, and they changed it to Euro Wings. I'm gonna stop. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, they're actually not too bad. They're still, by my standards, snug in their seats. But they've actually got. In general, it's actually all right. It's it's a little plain. When I was coming back, I think it was a few years back from from Oberhausen, having done some commentary there for their for WXW's big tag league, just to elaborate on some wrestling detail a bit. And that there was like the worst turbulence I've ever encountered on a plane flight back. And I was thinking, okay, you know, it's shaking, we'll be fine. This plane looks secure. He says sort of nervously. And like the person two rows in front on to on the other side that I was just hanging on to the seat in front for dear life. Just ah just like thinking, is she gonna crack any minute? Like, should I go and I shouldn't get up and say, Are you okay? Because she probably won't understand me. No my luck. But uh, or just think what's going on or might hit me because she's panicked so much. But um But yeah, it's Allegrum people on airlines. Right, uh, I say we do one more topic. Which one of you two wants to draw it? The two being Andrew or Keith. Oh, oh, hang on, hang on, snipe. Oh, okay, so oh, that's, that's the topic. Keith got it. Jessica just drew the topic and now Keith must read it out. What is the topic that Keith by proxy has drawn? It is... <laughs> anime butts or anime boobs asking for a friend submitted by Jaden. <laughs> Well, Jaden, who I assume whose friend is also called Jaden. <laughs> I would just say here, I'm going to put that gif in of the girl going, why can't we just have both? Yay! <laughs> that's that's my answer, so... <laughs> Done. Why not both? Actually, I prefer, like, the pecs and then a good pouch. <laughs> good for you, buddy. Good wow, for you. Wow, okay. But... But, but what? But what, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anime butts. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I, don't, I, I, I love both. Keijo kind of proved this back. I, oh, I love, I love oh, both, yeah. but I think, I think butts just edges out the boobs for me. I like a good butt. Nice chiseled weightlifters one, right? Just don't get the Yeah, that'll friend. do as well. What about boob butts? <laughs> <laughs> what? That <laughs> <laughs> has particular needs. <laughs> and what, boob bombs? <laughs> Men don't have boobs. boobs. <laughs> Sorry, say that again, Jessica? Was that? Men doesn't have boobs. Also, pets, I guess. Yeah, you know. Partial. Yeah. It's a very sexist question, actually. Exactly. Oh. Like, I, I, like, I find that a. Speaking, speaking, speaking as a large man who's currently trying to drop a load of weight, man boobs could be a thing. They but are still. a thing. Men do have boobs. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> But hey, I'm at the lowest weight I have been for 12 years, so yay me. Nicely done. Um, Good job. 
Cool. On that note, I tried to think of a happy way to end this podcast. Uh, on that note, we're going to bring the podcast to oh, a I close. Know a happy note to bring the podcast to a close. I mean, the happy note is the podcast is. Oh. So. Programming note for you all. Next week oh. there will be a podcast. However, it's going to be different than usual. It's actually just going to be full of random topics and whatnot. Because, uh, to put it quite frankly, I'm not here next week. I'm uh, I'm down south, so we can't actually record a podcast. And uh, some might say I don't trust Keith to actually hit the record button properly. I mean, we could record a podcast. You just wouldn't like what we did. Exactly, because I'm the one that's got to edit it. Ultimately, two hours of incoherent screaming. Oh no, we just put stuff online as well. You wouldn't have to edit a thing. We would just put. We just go for one shot. Like yeah, we these, just we just. Like, like casualty yeah Clint Eastwood style you know one shot or nothing in many ways like casualty <laughs> so actually one shot one camera so there, so there will be a podcast next week for you all thank you very much for listening to this episode once again make sure you hit up our website alltheanime.com and hit us up on Twitter and Facebook at alltheanime hope you've enjoyed the show let us know what you thought in the comments if you want to keep suggesting topics and questions you can do so via Twitter using the tag askanimelimited and then if you look out on Facebook for when we need new questions, which at the rate it's going will probably be a couple of weeks' time now, that's when you can get ready to submit your questions then. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. We will talk to you soon and have a good weekend. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just say open this. Oh, that's <laughs>